Hey, coffee people, Joel here. Welcome to the Craft Your Own Coffee podcast. This is season one, episode 13. Welcome back. Hey, if you are listening to this podcast, I am very willing to bet that you're a coffee person. You love it. You're all into it. You're all about it. You're, you're bought in. Maybe you have purchased some new stuff after listening, starting to listen to this podcast, which, uh, as some of you guys have told me, that just fires me up uh, because you're exploring more about this beverage and about this world of coffee. And that's what this podcast is all about. But today's episode is actually not, probably not directly for you, the coffee person. We're, we're talking today about those people in your life, in your sphere of influence that are coffee curious. So maybe it's a spouse, a family member, a friend that wants to like coffee, but isn't really quite there yet. Maybe you got somebody in your family, like my five-year-old, who's all like, Mommy and Daddy love coffee, and I don't, of course. Isn't she adorable? Now, I'm not suggesting that you start pitching coffee to five-year-olds, but I am suggesting that there's probably someone in your sphere of influence that really wants to like coffee and would sure love to have a guide to help them kind of get into it and figure out what they like and figure out what their taste buds are in coffee if they haven't had a good experience yet. Maybe you can be the one to help introduce them to something awesome. So in this episode, I've got conversations with two people, uh, my friend Justin, who you heard from last week, and then another friend, Jay. And in those two conversations, we'll hear a little bit about their coffee journeys, how they got into it, what sort of hooked them into coffee, and then they've got some suggestions for how to be a guide to others that are coffee curious. And at the very end, I'll come back in with a couple tips of my own. So enjoy these two conversations. Hey guys, so you heard from Justin Winter, my friend, in a previous episode, but I brought him back to talk about this this topic of coffee curious, like how do you introduce coffee in a different way to someone that's not really there yet in their coffee journey. So, And Justin had a really good idea and some insight on a way to potentially introduce uh, different nuances of coffee to non-coffee people. So talk, tell me a little bit about that. I love the idea of trying to help people level up their coffee game. But everyone is at a totally different place and a different type of coffee flavor and profile that they enjoy. And I had a really fun experience recently where I was actually at a boys camp um, and one of the uh, guys leading that camp was really into coffee. And it just asked me, like, how how could I level up my game? And he was a Folgers double black, yeah, you know, triple scoop it into the... Um, into the drip coffee machine and it was like I'd like to try and experiment what might be um, a better way to enjoy coffee but the first real question is actually understanding what is it that he really likes and what doesn't he like and so we had a lot of fun we actually did it over two days and I had three different types of coffee and had four different brewing methods and Mm. so we lined it all up and had 12 cups each morning and so I had him use his drip brewer had a AeroPress, had a pour over, and had a French press, and then ran it through three different beans. Wow. Um, That's one intense. day. It was awesome. It how, was so much shaky, fun. How shaky were you after Well, that? we all just kind of sipped on oh, it and shared the germs, <laughs> and it, it was good. And the first day, he almost didn't like anything that I offered. And he kind of liked the French press, but didn't like the taste of the kind of more, you know, the fibrous in it. But he sort he kind of liked the AeroPress, and so I like let's let's go with that idea of a bolder cup. And so the second day I came back and made everything bold, and really I had some intelligentsia, and I think I had some Thrive and a few other coffees, and 
really went for bold and trying to get bold with the um, French press and then with a paper filter after on the French press just to play with it. And how do you get bold? So talk through that. Yeah, it's really about changing that ratio of water to coffee. It's good. So I started a normal 15, 16 to 1. Mm-hmm. But really what I found is that what he likes is a 10 to 1, oh, good. Yeah. 11 to 1 type ratio. He really liked a thick cup. And when I did that, all of a sudden he could start f- tasting the flavors pop. Gotcha. And all of a sudden, he was like, wow, these other coffees are way better than my Folgers. So he had to figure out that he lo- he liked bold coffee, like giving a term to the taste that he actually liked, and the term that he found was bold, which he really kept means saying, ratio. He kept saying dark, dark. right? Oh, and yeah. so that's not quite the same language. The thing is, is like, you can't really talk language. For me, it was just a great opportunity to show him the options, lay out the flights, and let him experience it. That's great. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. So much fun. So what I love about what Justin did is he took time to really like shepherd his friend through different brewing methods. That was a pretty long length of time that he spent with him. You might not have that much time, but that is a really cool way to really be a guide to someone who's just learning more about coffee or wants to learn more about coffee. So here's a tip. So if you don't have that much time or if you're not able to spend uh, that length of an experience with somebody that's coffee curious, here's what I would suggest that you do. Go online uh, wherever you are and type in coffee cupping near me or coffee cupping and your um your city or a a city close by to you so for me it would be atlanta georgia coffee cupping c-u-p-p-i-n-g and a cupping is something if you listen to the last episode justin mentioned this as well but uh it's where roasteries will actually uh a lot of times with the general public um take some freshly roasted coffee and put it in a cup with hot water and it's there's kind of a method that they use for it and bring in folks to sort of sip it with a spl- with a spoon, like slurp it, and talk about the flavors that they're tasting. But what you'll get from that not only is some really great tasting coffee, is but it'll be a really educational experience, and you'll you'll get to hear like common coffee terms that are used. And you know, someone around the circle will t- say it tastes really bold to me, and the person will be like, "So what does bold mean to you? What flavors are you tasting?" Um, and help you define what what you actually like about the coffee that you're drinking. Or maybe it's you find something you don't like and you're able to put like language and verbiage to that. That's typically free. A lot of places do that. I know there's a company called East Pole Coffee Company in Atlanta that does it for free. Counterculture, I know, does it for free at their training centers all over the country. Hidden House Coffee in San Juan Capistrano, my coffee heroes out in California, um, they've started to do some cuppings on Saturdays as well. So go check that out. That could be a really cool way for you and a friend to be introduced more into the world of coffee. So thanks, Justin. Now we're going to hear from my friend Jay about his coffee story and some tips that he has for us as well. Hey, so I am with my good buddy, Jay Akins. What's up, Jay? What's up, Joel? Thanks for being here with me. It's my pleasure. Today, Jay is a good friend. Um, you're a music man. Well, you're a, mon- you're a renaissance man, I should say. Uh, I, I do dabble. We work together, <laughs> and you've got a lot going on. And a lot of amazing things going on, and you're a coffee guy as well. Yeah, love it, love it. So Jay, a family passion. Jay and his wife Abby and Katie and I have had dinners together over the years. I think you came over and roasted some coffee with me once. Remember that? Yeah, a couple years ago. Um, But I wanted to spend a little bit of time with Jay today to learn more about his coffee story. And so Jay, what? uh, Tell me a little bit about. Um, when you first tasted coffee and what that experience was like, and then 
maybe like even fast forward from there, when did you first realize you loved coffee? Yeah. So I think when I first tasted coffee, it was probably, I was a senior in high school and I was trying to pull all nighters because I was a procrastinator. Yeah. And so it was for the caffeine effect. Yes. I think, you know, that's that. And I think that was before Red Bull was really big. So <laughs> maybe telling my age, but, um, but yeah, so I think I started then, uh, and then kind of turned into kind of the, the, the coffee guy who would just frequent the the Starbucks or, or whatever was available. Right. And it was all about the caffeine high for me. Yeah. And then I think when I really fell in love with coffee was when I was a little bit older, became a bit more of a foodie, uh, started working in food a bit more. Uh, and then as I discovered how beer and wine pair with food and create this, this just palate experience that, that can be amazing and very diverse with every experience, I started understanding that that could also be my lens for coffee, that Mm. coffee has all of this depth to it and all of this possibility. And there are so many factors that play into what you can do and what you can experience with coffee. Um, Just it, it blew my mind. And so realizing that almost every experience can be different if you change a factor. Interesting. Uh, and create just a whole different level or of experience. Yeah, there's so much flavor. complexity to it, right? right? Yeah. I was, I was super word. surprised by that myself, too. So interesting to hear that's mm-hmm. part of your story. Did, did you have like a moment with coffee where you're like, I tried a drink or I tried, I had an experience and I was like, oh, okay, now I, now I get an additional level of complexity with coffee? Yeah, I think, you know, it was, it was a progressive journey. But when I started really understanding uh, the different processes of coffee, and then really almost tune my palate to start listening for those in some ways. Yeah. That's those two don't go together, listening and, and taste, yeah. but in some ways, you, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, like, I think that was revolutionary. Also, my wife and I went on a date and uh, it was like a, a cold cupping experience. Oh, yeah. You know, cupping. started exploring the the the, uh, the flavor wheel and going, oh, my goodness, this is like a snowflake. It can be different all the time. It was just crazy. That's so cool. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, local coffee shops, even here in Atlanta. I saw East Pole Coffee Company mm-hmm. in downtown Atlanta is doing cuppings, I think every Saturday or something right. like that, which for like a new person to coffee, that's like, I don't get all the hype. I don't, what's this all, actually all about? That's actually right. probably a really great way to go and expand your mind on coffee a little it's, bit. It's a fantastic go with the experts, way to just right? be educated, yeah. you know, to, to sit back and really listen to the language and even you start hearing things, you're like, wait, I don't even know what they're, they're saying. But then go look it up, watch some YouTube videos. Yeah, I mean, there's a plethora of information and knowledge out there. That's awesome. And it's like endless learning. That's awesome. How do you and Abby craft your coffee at home? So we're primarily Kalita Wave or uh, Chemex. Gotcha. You're pour, o- pour over people. Pour over people yeah. almost every day. I do uh, some manual uh, espresso every now and then. Okay. That's that's kind of fun. Cool. I love the art of it, and I also love the fact that it can be different every time. Yeah. You know, because it's based upon my own ability to pull the shot. So. Love it. You got any pro tips for the people out there that are trying to level up their games and coffee at home? Yeah, I think uh, for me, it's like really understand whatever your brew method is, what the grind should be, and then start playing with that. Like... Uh, maintain your equipment. Make sure if you can level up and get a, a better burr grinder, do that because um, it's going to treat your coffee better. It's not going to overheat it because it's taking forever to grind. Um, and uh, I think, um, yeah, just start playing with your grind grind sizes uh, depending on the rest. And don't just dial in a grind size for all of your coffee. Mm-hmm. With every bag, with every type of roast, you got to start over. Yeah. Figure so, out what tastes best. Figure it out what tastes best. Yeah. 
Hey, Jay, you mentioned, we, we talked about you being a music guy. You want to talk about what you're working on right now? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you go to Instagram and follow Team and Road Worship right now, uh, you're going to get a lot of new worship music. And even currently this month, we're releasing a brand new Christmas song. And so uh, we plan every other month to release a brand new song. So That's awesome. Can you spell that out for us? Yeah, Team and T-E-A-M-O-N, Road, R-O-A-D, Worship. Dot com. Uh, dot no. com, yeah. And we also Instagram. have dot com and Instagram. Sick. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jay. My pleasure. So my thanks again to Justin and Jay for spending some time talking about their coffee journeys and giving some great tips. And uh, Jay specifically is a really accomplished and talented musician. And if you have a chance to check out Team in Worship, like he mentioned, I'm, I'm sure you will really enjoy it. And they've got other stuff out there. He and Abby, his wife, they're just really, really talented. So check those guys out. Um, so I've got, as you guys know, I typically like to st- to end episodes with a call to action. So something sort of tangible and practical for you to take forward from the episode. So today I've got two separate calls to action. The first one will go to the person that's listening that is coffee curious themselves. And the second call to action will go to the person who has a friend or a family member or somebody in their sphere of influence that wants to like coffee. And so for the first for the first group, so if you listen, are listening and you yourself are coffee curious, here's what I would say that you could do from here going forward. So I would challenge you to try some different types of beans, try some different coffee. So if you're using, if you've always used Folgers or Maxwell House or kind of out of a tin scooped into uh, your, your drip coffee brewer, uh, go to your local specialty coffee shop. You're going to pay a little bit more for the beans. There's a reason why they're more expensive, though, because they're a lot better. Um, and I'm not, I'm not like slamming or throwing shade on Maxwell House, but it's just true. Like the specialty coffee beans that are grown uh, at the right altitude under a lot of care and attention by farmers and are harvested and brought over and roasted specifically by a specialty coffee shop. It, there's just going to be a different, different flavor. I guarantee it. So try a, try a couple different types of coffee beans and use those same variables. Keep those variables constant in your house. And see what you think. It might change your mind. And if you are not price sensitive or if you're looking for like a Christmas idea, birthday birthday idea for yourself or for somebody else, I'll highlight two companies that you could try to get like a taste of different types of coffee beans. Uh, one is called Misto Box and the other is called Trade Coffee Company. And Justin Winter uh, highlighted trade last week as well. I'll put links in, in the show notes to this. But these are two examples of companies that on their website, they'll actually like walk you through. If you're a beginner and you don't really know what you want to order coffee-wise, um, they'll walk you through, what do you like? Are you a milk and creamer person? Are you a light roast, dark roast, medium roast type of person? Or maybe you don't know. And they give you, they sort of walk you through so that they can determine, hey, what coffee should I put in the box to send to you based on what you've told me you like? And so I'd start with either of those two and try to like taste around. Just get a sense of what else is out there taste-wise. Okay, and so for the call to action for someone that's listening that has a friend or a family member or someone in their sphere of influence that's coffee curious, here's my recommendation to you. And I said it about halfway through this episode. Point them towards a coffee cupping. So find, do a Google search or go on Instagram to your local specialty coffee shops. See if they do cupping or go into a shop and ask them if they ever do cupping for the public. More often than not, it's going to be free. And it's free because these specialty shops want more people to come into their shops and understand what specialty is and how they brew their coffee, how they roast their coffee. And it's really, really fun for the consumer because you get to go in, taste a bunch of different types of coffees and talk about it with professionals and sort of hear how they describe it and ask questions and 
give your thoughts and feedback, and it just kind of opens your mind and expands your horizons as to what coffee is and what it could be for you. So that'd be an easy like, hey, let's go together on a Saturday to this coffee cupping down the road and learn more about coffee. So that could be your call to action as well. All right, my friends, that's all we got for today. Episode 13, Season 1, Coffee Curious. If you're curious, hey, pull that thread. See where it leads you. There's lots of great stuff out there. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you.